In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald. Get ready to learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry. Craig is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success, and he'll share tips and strategies on how you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. This high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. Plus, you'll learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. It's time to be a rock star with Rock Talk. And now, here's your host, Craig Deswalt. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rock Talk with Craig Duswalt. I am your host, Craig Duswalt, and it is Tuesday, March 27th, 2012. Hope everyone is having an unbelievably great week today. Uh, this week, uh, we just had a very, very crazy, busy like month because my Rockstar Marketing Bootcamp was last week, and I'm... Uh, I'm just getting over it now. I finally have my voice back. I couldn't do a show last Tuesday because basically I had no voice left. But we was March 14th to the 18th uh, in Los Angeles at the Sheraton Gateway LAX, and it was just an amazing event. It was the best one yet. Uh, I think everyone pretty much feels that way. The uh, best energy in the room. Uh, there were 400 people there on a consistent basis. I mean, it, the room was full all all the time. And uh, just a, just major great energy from the room. So it kept me going for four and a half days, but it was really interesting. We started Wednesday night. Thursday was a great day. And then Friday morning, I woke up and I had no voice. And I'm like, oh, this can't be good. I cannot not have a voice for the last three days of the boot camp. And I uh, drank a lot of honey and lemon and tea. And I got a voice back in the morning, just a little one. And uh, it was really funny. Uh, a couple of the staff people, my volunteers, worked on me, Bridget and Allie, and uh, just worked on my th- neck and my throat and my voice. And by the afternoon, it was much better on Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday, I had my full voice back. So it was quite amazing. But then uh, on Monday, I lost it again. And Tuesday, I just don't speak correctly, apparently. But uh, it was a great boot camp. And I just want to thank everyone again. Uh, a lot of people will be listening today because we're doing a review of the boot camp, as well as talking to our very special guest who I'll introduce in a couple of minutes. But I just want to thank everyone again for coming and flying all over the world. We had Yasser, my new good friend from the small country of Oman, who flew 26 and a half miles to come to the Rockstar Marketing Bootcamp. And he was just an amazing inspiration and just a great, great all-around guy. Tons of people from Canada, Germany, Italy, and, of course, the good old United States of America. We had people from all over the country. We had people from Florida, New York, Connecticut, uh, West Virginia, Texas, Denver, uh, Alaska, uh, I'm, I'm leaving out, obviously, California. I'm leaving out some other states, but there were tons of uh, Michigan. Uh, but anyway, tons of people from all over the country flew in. So, again, thank you all so much for being a part of 
a very special five days and uh I'm still getting over it, but uh, it's really funny. The first week after the boot camp, I was still on an adrenaline high, I guess, and I was still okay. And then yesterday, I woke up going, uh-oh, here it comes. And today, I'm a bit under the weather, but we will move on and move forward. So at the boot camp, we had John Waite. John Waite was amazing. He was our rock star. He performed five songs, and uh, he was just – he still has the same – you know, a lot of singers uh, after – after the years get behind them, don't have their original voice yet. They can't sing in the same key that their album is in. But John Waite did, and his voice was just as good this past week than it was 20 years ago. He's the lead singer of The Babies. He was the lead singer of Bad English. He had numerous, numerous hits, including Missing You, uh, his big number one hit, which has been covered like so many times by like Tina Turner and Rod Stewart and Ringo Starr and... Uh, tons of people but uh it was just amazing not only was his performance amazing he brought three guitarists with him it was just just totally amazing but we had a question and answer period after and i was asking him some questions and and then the audience was asking him some questions and it was his answers were the most incredible answers we were all looking at each other like you should be a, like a motivational speaker because it was deep in thought and just not just like a yes or no answer but unbelievably just a, a special person and then he took pictures with all our rock stars after the event and our vips and he was there for a couple of hours after he talked to a bunch of people just an all-around great guy so i just want to personally thank john Waite for showing up and and putting on an unbelievably great show I had the pleasure of uh, signing up or 51, 51, 51, 51 new people have joined the Rockstar Mastermind and Mentoring Program. So we're very blessed for that. It is an amazing group of people. We had a party on Saturday night and it was just amazing. The talent in this group was just like out out of the ballpark. It was just amazing. So we have uh, currently about 35. So we have about now... 85 to 90 Rockstar Mastermind and uh, Coaching Mentoring Members, Mastermind and Mentoring Members, and we're going to start getting to work right away, and just a very, very special group, and we have our first Mastermind coming up in May, which will uh, be very, very, very uh, successful. And then uh, we also signed up 10, I think maybe 10 or 11 or 12 new radio shows as well. So I want to welcome everybody that signed up to get their own radio show. Uh, I got to tell you, if you signed up for a radio show, the best thing you've ever done. It has done so much for me. Like I said, I have people coming from all over the world to my Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps simply because I'm on the internet radio and I get to go across the world and on iTunes and through the Rockstar Radio Network and through TogiNet Radio. So it is an amazing vehicle for you to get your message and your word out to the world. And uh, that's how you become very, very successful by having a one-hour radio show every single week for 52 weeks at a very, very nominal price. So for those of you that did take advantage of that unbelievably great offer at the boot camp, welcome to the Rockstar Radio Network, and we're going to have an unbelievably great year. And welcome everyone to re- that, everyone that renewed as well, because I don't even think I know anybody that did their radio show for a year and did not renew for a second year because it is that effective for their marketing plans. So without further ado... I've talked enough because I'm going to lose my voice in about 40 minutes, so I need help. I need help with my, my very special guest today that can talk 
just as long as I can talk. And that's why I brought him on today, because he's a great talker. <laughs> Actually, Marcus Slayton is a very good friend of mine. He'll be coming on any second. Uh, he's a very dear friend of mine. He lives in Santa Clarita, California with me as well. And uh, I'll let, when we bring him on, we'll tell the story. So why don't we bring on, ladies and gentlemen, let's give a rock star welcome to Mr. Marcus Slayton. Hey, Craig. Hi. How are you? Uh, not so good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on the other end of what you're going into right now. I, I know. I've been sick for the last five days. So I'm sitting here listening to you going, thinking, oh, my gosh, my, my voice is, like, just coming back to me. <laughs> I know. And you know what's really funny? I talked to Marcus about three days ago and uh, after the boot camp. I talked to him three days ago, and he was talking like this. Uh, hello, Greg. How are you? I'm like, oh my gosh, you got nailed. And then, and now I'm about to go through, I think, what you just went through because I'm feeling it, baby. I'm feeling the sickness come. But I'm going to do everything in my power to beat this thing before it really takes me over. I'm going to, I'm, I'm vitamining it up. I'm, I do these Visalis shakes and uh, I, I'm feeling, I, I, I'm, I actually feel good right now. Maybe the adre- adrenaline is pumping again for this one hour show and then I'm going back to bed. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. I spent three days in bed on my back. And so. Marcus, just so everyone knows, um, Marcus will tell a little bit about his background. But Marcus doesn't get sick. He's a triathlete, world-class triathlete, uh, very spiritual person, very positive energy person. This man does not get sick. So when he got sick, he gets sick. <laughs> you know, you do it. You do it. Rock star sick, baby. <laughs> So anyway, so Marcus Slayton uh, is a good friend of mine, and I've known him for eons. And then a couple, about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, uh, Marcus, why don't you tell everybody uh, you came to the mastermind just to say hi to some people, and and then you walked out of there a rock star. Why don't you share a little bit about how that happened? Share a little bit about your background. We got about two or three minutes till the break, and then we'll get into it deeper. Okay. Well, I uh, I coach a triathlon team here in Santa Clarita, like Craig said. I've lived out here for about 10 years with my wife, Carrie, and my daughter, Kinsley. And uh, I've been in the sport of triathlon for about 30 years. And I've known Craig, gosh, now probably almost every year since I've lived out here, um, I was introduced to him. And, and he and I have hung out things and talked about a lot of fun things, doing stuff together. And I ran into Craig at a actually at a Christmas party uh, two years ago. And he said, Mark, you need to start speaking to people. You need to start talking. You're so motivational. And the way you speak with your energy, you'd be great at this. And I looked at him and I said, Craig, I think you're crazy. <laughs> and my wife just happened to be at that party. And she looked at me and she said, why don't you do that? And my wife is ultra conservative and, and isn't really the kind of person who, who uh, likes to introduce a lot of change. So the fact that she had said, I think you'd be good at this too, really kind of made me think, well, maybe I would be good at this. So Craig was kind enough to invite me to a mastermind meeting. And I walked in uh, that house that night and people started asking me questions. Craig had introduced myself. In fact, at that time, Craig, you had just joined my triathlon team. Because yeah. you wanted to do a triathlon. And so he introduced me as his triathlon coach, and a lot of people uh, started asking me questions. It was really neat because I got to ask questions back, and uh, we got to know each other. And I, I met 25 phenomenal people that night. And uh, that, that night just changed my life. It uh, catapulted me. I left and, and catapulted me into this idea of, wow, I could possibly really do this. And so the next two days I spent at a mastermind meeting with him, and these 25 people. And what impressed me more than anything was that everybody there was helping each other. They were all trying to help each other become better than they already were. And these people were already successful uh, entrepreneurs and business people. And I was just so impressed with that. I thought, wow, this is really cool. I'd never been a part of a mastermind group like that. 
And so I walked out that day and talked to Craig, and I said, okay, what do I need to do? And as most of you know who knows Craig, the first thing he said, Marcus, you've got to write a book. <laughs> and then I write said, a book. <laughs> write a book? Are you kidding me? How in the world? I've never written a book before. What do I write about? And he goes, I don't know. What do you want to write about? <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, he, that's my good coaching right there. What do you want to write about? I don't know. What, what, what do you want to write about? Hey, uh, uh, we have about 20 seconds to break. So I, I want to just interject here because uh, that is the most important thing. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take us to the break, Marcus, because we have okay. 15 seconds. Um, uh, the first thing I always do tell people is to write a book because it immediately it immediately makes you an expert and celebrity in your field. And when Marcus wrote this book, which we'll talk about when we come back from the break, everything changed for him that day. He said everything changed in the mastermind, and I agree. But as soon as that book came out, then life started changing and big things started happening. So we'll talk about that when we come back from the break. This is Craig Doeswell with special guest Marcus Slate. We will be back in two unbelievably music-filled minutes. Teaching you how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these... Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible? Then join us Mondays for The Leah Jansen Show. Every Monday at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com with Leah Jansen. Listen live as life coach Leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum. You are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears, challenges, and obstacles. And then listen as Leah obliterates those barriers to success. For more on Leah and the show, check out her website, leahjansen.com. That's Leah, L-E-A-H, J-A-N-T-Z-E-N.com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make-it-happen mentality. Ready for a life-changing, mood-altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jansen. And listen live to The Leah Jansen Show every Monday morning at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Whether you're four and a half or 100, you can retrain your brain. Learning RX, the radio show, is on toginet.com Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time with Martin Kruger. Learning RX programs are quick, they're efficient, they're life-changing, and they're permanent. Unlike tutoring, cognitive skills training or brain training targets the root issue causing learning struggles. Time and money spent on chronic tutoring is a clear signal of cognitive skill deficiency. That's where Learning RX comes in. Call today, 903-617-6899. 903-617-6899. Then join us for the show here every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And take advantage of the power it holds to improve your life. There are so many brain training issues that Learning RX can help you with. It's not a product, it's an experience. So join us for Learning RX, the radio show with Martin Kruger. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my Marcus Slayton is our very, very special guest on Rock Talk. And Marcus, we were just talking about how important a 
book is. Oh, so, gosh. so now that you wrote the book, uh, well, tell a little bit about the book and tell tell everyone what it's done for you already. Well, I, I will tell you, it is writing that book was probably the greatest thing that I could have done. Um, in fact, because I didn't think I could write a book, um, <laughs> and I followed Craig's system. Craig has a system out there if you don't know about it, how to write a book in 30 days. And people ask me that question all the time: How did you write this book in 30 days? And 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 I'm not. I, I am plugging Craig here, but I'm telling you, the system truly does work <laughs> because I sat down and I just followed exactly what he said. And and I say this to everybody. And and for those of you who are listening, who are thinking about writing a book and thinking I can't do it, trust me. If you knew me, and you knew me, I you'd think there's no way. <laughs> But no, I sat down, and the most true. freeing thing that Craig teaches you, and this was, for me anyways, the most freeing thing was nothing you write down can be wrong. And because he just said, it's like you're going to vomit on paper. Just take <laughs> every thought you have about what you want to do and write it out. And my idea was being a coach and a participant for 30 years, I really wanted to express about all the things I'd learned over that 30 years. There's so many golden nuggets I'd learned, so many principles about life that not only apply to the sport of triathlon, but they apply to every area of your life. And so I wanted to share that, but I wanted to share it through the, the sport of triathlon and set it up that way. And so that was what I had in my mind. So I sat down, I just vomited on paper, I wrote everything out as much as I could, and believe it or not, I think I used almost everything I wrote down on that piece of paper. But knowing that I couldn't write anything down wrong was so freeing for me because I think people sit and they try to analyze what they're going to say and is this right, is this wrong, will this work, will that not work? And I think if you just allow yourself to write it down, go back and look at it, then the ideas start coming over and over and over again for you. You know, it's it's interesting you said that because I uh, in my boot camps I mentioned this too because the hardest thing about writing a book is starting to write the book. I mean, oh. everyone has these great ideas, but I always tell people one way to start to write a book, which Marcus just mentioned, is just to write down anything, even if it never makes it in the book, but just start writing because what happens is all of a sudden the brain gets into writing mode and, and a, a, a switch is tripped off or something where it goes down to your fingers and you just start writing and then you get into it. And one once you get into it, because of uh, I've kind of taken the overwhelm away of writing a book by just writing little sections, and and you start getting confidence and more things start start to happen. And I got to tell you, I read Marcus's book, and I don't read all the books because otherwise, all I would do for a living is read books because as so many people have written books using the system. But I actually, read Marcus's cover to cover, and he ended up doing an unbelievably great job. I mean, it was in, compelling. You know, the stories were really good. How he mixed the the triathlete stories because think of it everyone has a story he lived the life of a triathlete for years and all he's doing is correlating that to business and and marcus why don't you share like what the book is actually about and well what happened is is i wrote the book and just like craig said i when i finished the book i actually read through it and thought wow and i had my wife read it <laughs> And she said, I can't believe you wrote this book. And then I read the book and said, I can't believe I wrote this book. <laughs> and everything I wanted to put down, I, could not have, I couldn't have put it down. In fact, I've reread it about four or five times since I actually published the book back in January. And every time I read it, it I, I learn something new. <laughs> every time right. I, forgot, I thought, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I actually thought about putting that in the book and how it fits so well. And so 
And the book itself, is, it basically takes you through the training portion, because uh, in, in a triathlon, there's the swim, there's the bike, there's the run, and then you have transition one, you have transition two. So it takes you through the training portion of the, of the book and just kind of about how my life unfolded and brought me to my first triathlon. And, and regardless of where anybody is in their life right now, their life has unfolded. They've opened doors, they've closed doors, they've allowed people to come into their lives, they've shut the door on people in their lives, they've gone through relationships, good and bad, and all their experiences have brought them where they are right now. And then it's about, okay, where are we at in our lives and what are we going to do? And what passion are we pursuing? And, and, and how does that look? And how can I get through that? And how do I get through the obstacles that come along the way that keep me from really pursuing what God or, or what you have in your life that you really want to do? And so for me, I'm just as Craig said, I'm a man of faith. I believe that God had this pursuit for me. So then I take you through the, the swim portion of the triathlon, transition one, the bike portion, transition two, the run portion of triathlon, and then the final part is the podium. And just kind of share through that through stories of my triathlons, um, uh, two main stories, one with a, a triathlon called the Wildflower Triathlon, which truly has changed my life, uh, uh, triathlon, in fact, that our team is training for right now. And the other one is my very first triathlon, which was Malibu Triathlon back in 1992. So, so uh, the, that's uh, the book. The uh, Wildflower Triathlon, that's like, what, uh, you're, you swim about, what, uh, 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 10 feet, and you, <laughs> and you run about, what, a mile, and then you bicycle about two miles, is that about right? Well, I, I, <laughs> yeah, just about <laughs> like that. The, actually, Wildflower now has three different distances. When I first, my very first triathlon I'd ever done was Wildflower Triathlon, and Wildflower used to be a bluegrass festival up in Lake San Antonio out of Paso Robles. And a guy named Terry Davis put that triathlon on, and he had this idea and a vision, and um, that vision has grown to what it is today. In fact, when I did it back in 1983, I did actually the very sec the second year they had it, there was about 250 people who competed. In May, when we go up there, there'll be between seven and eight thousand people competing in that same wow. race with almost forty thousand spectators. So it's, oh it's unbelievably huge. That now in that race has three distances. It has a sprint, which is like a quarter mile swim, about a twelve mile bike ride, and a three mile run. Then hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just called something a sprint, <laughs> and then you said what? A sprint triathlon is about a quarter mile swim, so about four hundred, four hundred fifty yard swim. Okay. A ten to twelve mile bike ride. Oh yeah. And then a three mile run. Oh, that okay. is a sprint triathlon. That's about as short as they come, right there. Yeah. So that, they do that, that. Feels, that feels short. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the Olympic distance, which is an Olympic distance is a uh, just under a mile swim, uh, about a twenty five mile bike ride, and a six point two mile run. And then they have what they call the seventy point three or a half Ironman. And a half Ironman is a one point two mile swim a 56-mile bike ride, and a 13.1-mile run. That's now, what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what you should be doing, Craig. I know. I'm right there, baby. <laughs> yeah, the thing also, of I, I'm going to interject right here okay. for a second. Because I joined uh, Marcus's triathlon triathlon team, and and the first the first practice I went to, I went from I tell the story all the time. I went from doing like two point four on the treadmill. <laughs> I exaggerate a little; it's not that bad, but just for the story's purposes, I went from two point four on the treadmill, and then the first day I went there, I think we did uh, like fifteen miles on a bike, followed by like a four mile run or three mile run, whatever it was, and fifteen miles on the bike was bad enough, and then I. I swim, swim too, mind you. I swam about like 
36 laps, which I've never done more than two laps in my life. And then I ride 15 miles on a bike, which I've never done more than 100 yards on a bike. And then I run... And I do this, and I do this run after the bike. And Marcus warned me that it's going to feel really weird running. And I wish you could all get a visual of what I ran like for the first 150 yards after getting off a bike because it was pretty comical. Your legs are jelly, and and it's just it's just it just doesn't work. <laughs> but anyway, so that was my first day of training. So Marcus is uh, hardcore man. Go ahead, Marcus. You can start. <laughs> <laughs> well, just so you know, Craig did great that first day, but he probably pushed himself just a little too hard because he had repercussions later. Yeah, we'll talk about the repercussions <laughs> and me and my prostate another time. <laughs> but um, the, the thing about Wildflower that makes it so 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 unique is is its location because most of these triathlons you do are at the in the ocean or if they're uh, at a lake, then then it's you know around the city, it's in, within the city distances, and and you're you're running on streets and stuff, but. If you've been to Lake San Antonio out of Paso Robles, it's it's first of all it's absolutely beautiful up there, but it is um, it's so hilly and there's so many train changes and, and elevation changes. It's a very very difficult triathlon, and then the wind blows up there. Ugh. In fact, last year there was a guy who got blown off his bike and broke his hip and had to be lifted out with an, uh, a helicopter. Oh so it's 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 a very grueling, grueling race. In fact, some people call it harder that that half Ironman harder than a lot of Ironmans just because of the intensity of the the course itself. Wow, <laughs> not that's not that's not pretty. So okay, so you wrote this book and you uh, uh you know you tied the book into business. How can a uh, an entrepreneur or a business person take these principles that the triathlete goes through and apply them to business? And the name of the book is Motivate to Try. Pursue your passion, and you can go to MotivateToTry.com, just like it sounds. It's T-R-I for triathlon, Motivate to Try. Um, and it's a great question. And, and the reality is this. Is it's like in a triathlon, and, and I'll, give you the, I'll give you three simple steps. Yeah. Is, is, in the swim, most people, if I were to ask most people who, why they don't do a triathlon, because they'll see us training at the club that we train at here in Santa Clarita, and they'll always ask me, well, you know, what are you training for? And I'll tell them we're training for a triathlon. And they'll either say one of two things, oh, I've always wanted to do one, or I could never do that. And I'll always ask the question, well, why not? And they'll say, I can't swim. And swimming is probably the, the one thing that most people have a difficult time doing. And, and just like Craig said with a book, it's, it's getting started. And, and swimming is difficult to do, but you have to swim if you want to complete the triathlon. Now, mm -hmm. completing the triathlon is what everybody loves to do to cross that finish line. And the principle or the takeaway there is that we have to learn to do the things that we least enjoy to, do the, to have the opportunity to do the things that we enjoy the most. Um, mm. And here's the thing. It's like with real estate because I sell real estate. In real estate... We have this thing you do, it's called prospecting. And prospecting, you get rejected probably 95, 99% of the time, which isn't fun for anybody to have people constantly, constantly say no to you. But in real estate, we also have the commission check, and we love to cash the commission <laughs> check. But unless we're willing to do the prospecting, we're not going to cash the commission check. So we have to learn to do the things we least enjoy so we have the opportunity to do the things we enjoy the most. So that and any business you're in, no matter what it is, that's it's always the most difficult thing is, is getting started and doing the things that we don't like to do, so we can eventually do those things that we want to do the most. 
Um, and then like on the bike and the bike is and the bike for me is it's a journey. I mean, that's the bike part of a, of the triathlon is kind of like the building part. Like when you started your business, you've gotten over the hump and now you're moving into the, the journey of your business, the building process and the building process, there's all kinds of unexpected obstacles that come along the way. And my personality, well, speaking, well wait, Marcus, speaking yep. of obstacles, we have an obstacle right now because we have to go to break. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, oh, he's talked about the swim. He's talking about the journey on the bike. And I can tell you from experience, it is a journey. And when we come back, he'll finish the journey on the bike and then go into the hardest part of the triathlon, I think, is the run. Uh, we are with Marcus Slayton, and this is Rock Talk with Craig Duswell. We will be back in two minutes. How to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt, and we'll be right back after these. Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my Well, before we were so rudely interrupted by those... <laughs> Things called commercials that pay the bills. Uh, we were talking to Marcus Layton about uh, the the journey of a bike. So we talked about uh, the uh, 
the swim first, and now he's into the bike part, which most people think you get to glide on the bike and, and take it easy on the bike ride. Uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. There's things called hills, and there's things called wind. So go ahead, Marcus. Well, it's, it's, the bike is like any journey that, that we take, especially when it comes to building a business, because you're going to have you know, exhilarating downhills that take you to speeds you've never imagined and, and thrilling times, and then you're going to have these uphill climbs that are just going to beat the heck out of you where you're thinking, am I ever going to get to the top of this? And, and you, it's hard to see the, the, the crest of that mountain when, when you're, when you're pedaling up these steep, steep hills. And, and there's so many principles and so many takeaways on the bike because it's such a long journey. But the one thing I'll, I'll share with you, one of the principles that, that I learned, and it, this was back in 2010 at, at Wildflower, in fact, um, I had gone and I was, I was hoping to uh, podium at that race. And, and the thing about Wildflower you need to understand is that the best triathletes in the world come to this race. And so I knew I'd be competing against the best in the world in my age group. And so to place top five, which would be podium at that race, would be just an unbelievable feat for me. But I was in great shape. Um, I knew I could do it. I told my team I could do it. In fact, my mom, who at that time was dying of cancer, I I even told her that I was going to do it for her. And like I said, sometimes unexpected obstacles come along the way. And, And how we face those obstacles, regardless of what they are, and what we do in those critical moments really defines us sometimes as people. And so on this particular bike ride, something happened to me that never happened before, and that was my chain broke, which I've been doing this for 30 years. To this day, I've never heard of anybody else's chain breaking. Obviously, I'd never had a chain break. And basically, my race was over at that Mm. point because there's nothing they could do to fix a chain. Um, They could fix a flat tire. They could fix a cable, but no one had anything for a chain. So I was basically, the the way the bike is, it's a 25-mile bike. It's 12.5 miles out and and 12.5 miles back in. And I was about six and a half, seven miles out. Mm. So I was like stuck in nowhere land. So I decided at that point to, to get off my bike and um, walk back to the transition area. Now, it was probably 85 degrees out. It's a gravel road. You can't walk in your biking shoes. And I was barefoot because I don't wear socks when I compete. Uh. So I walked on gravel on my bare feet for for six and a half, seven miles. And it was very, very humbling for me. Um, it was hard because I had my dreams and my hopes and everything that I had hoped for from that day were kind of shattered in one moment, and I had no control over it at all. The only thing I had control over is how I was going to respond and how I would react in that moment. And so I had to truly, within a matter of minutes, make a decision. And I decided at that point that when I got done, people were going to ask me about that race. And I knew I did not want to complain. I knew I didn't want to blame it on anything. So I said, you know what, I'm going to make the best of this situation that I possibly could within the realm that I had and with the means that I had. So I put my chain on my bike. I walked my bike back. And the entire way back, I was a cheerleader. And the thing I realized when I did that is that there were so many people who encouraged me along the way, so many people who wanted to see me succeed in the midst of what I considered as my failure. Mm. And it's really interesting how, how you, you perceive things. And the, the reality is, is we're definitely not alone. Sometimes we go through the most difficult challenges of our lives. Sometimes we're in the midst of a business situation that we have no control over, and we don't know what to do. And the thing we have to remember is that we are not alone, that the people who love us, the people who care about us, the people who are closest to us, they want to see us succeed. And all we have to do is allow them to be a part of that. And, and right. a lot of times our, our, our pride and our ego gets in the way. And so that day I learned that valuable lesson on the, on the bike ride. And then Amazing. It, it was. It was It was a very emotional, I'll never forget that day. <laughs> but right. I, got, I got back and I decided I was going to do the run anyways. And so 
On the run portion, it's difficult because the run is you've just swam and you just biked and you kind of have to assess yourself in the run. And so you go through the transition and kind of look back as you're transitioning from the bike to the run. And like Craig had mentioned, your legs are in a totally different place and you use different <laughs> yeah. muscles off the bike to the run. So there's this transition from one to the next. And the thing about the run is, is it takes you to the finish line. And it's not always easy, but it's always possible. And that's the thing we have to look at in, in anything we're doing. Because for you who are out there in your businesses and you've cruised along and you've built your businesses and now you're saying, I want to go to the next level, but it seems it's going to be tough. Well, it may be tough, but it's not impossible. And the thing about finishing is, is, is always finishing strong. Because when you finish something, you always have the opportunity to go back, evaluate what you've done. You have the ability to go back see where you've made mistakes and get better, and it gives you the courage to move on to your next journey, whatever that might be in your life, or next business adventure, whatever that is. A lot of times we end the race, and we quit, and we give up. Now, you can finish and end at the same time, but you can also end early. And when you end a race, and this is the principle on this, is that, that you can only go back and start over again. And that's not necessarily a bad thing to go back and start over again, but it's so much harder to go back and start over again than pushing through those difficult times, those times where we want to quit, and pushing through to the finish line. Mm. And then lastly is the podium. And the podium to me is the most important thing. And, Craig, this is really what I think um, exemplified your, your conference this last time. And, and, and that's about giving back. Because the reality is that I've been so blessed in my life. I've won a lot of races. I've been on the podium a lot. But watching the, the people I've had a small part of coaching or helping out to achieve their goals and their victories has been amazing to me. And knowing that I have the ability to empower somebody, um, the ability to uh, help them achieve those goals is such a great thing for me. And, and, and I, I live my life, try to be an example. And, and I know that I'm going to either be a good example or I'm going to be a bad example. And so I try to be the best example I can for those people. And watching them succeed, watching them have their victories, for me, is, is the greatest thing for me now as a coach and, and a participant, just being able to build into other other people's lives and give back the things that I've learned. And that's, and that's exactly how I feel. You know, I do all these boot camps and this speaking all the time, and it took me 46 years to figure out what I wanted to do. But I just, that's what I love. I love seeing, like when I'm on uh, stage at the boot camp for four and a half days, and I love seeing the light bulbs going off in the audience and just going, oh, okay, that person got that, that person got that. And this one was especially, like I said at the start of the show, there was something in that room. There was some really great energy in that room this time. Uh, more than any other boot camp. And I've had really, really good boot camps, but there was something really special. And I just think that everyone across the board, I mean, the feedback for this, this boot camp was truly amazing. And, and just, uh, just, and you were a big part of it. And, you know, you, you bring a lot of good energy in the room yourself. I mean, that's why I know you'll be doing these boot camps and you're going to be doing your own seminars soon. And now that you've written a book, that's kind of the next step now. Uh, so what, what's on the horizon? for Marcus Slayton in the near future. Tell him about like how many books you've sold already. Uh, what, what happens next? <laughs> well, I've been really fortunate. I, I, my, my book sales have done really, really well. Um, one of the, the great relationships that I've had is uh, with, with Tri-California, and they are the ones who do put on Wildflower. In fact, if you don't know who Tri-California is, go to tricalifornia.com. They're, they're a great company. They put on the biggest triathlons here on the West Coast, and, and they've been real uh, generous with me and, and, and helping me out. Um, and uh, been a big part of uh, my book, Motivate to Try. So I'm really thankful to them uh, for what they've done for me. Um, and 
on the horizon, you know, I'm, I'm in the midst of writing my next book. Um, it's a little bit of a different book. It's called E320. And um, as Craig mentioned, I'm, I'm a man of faith, and, and this is based on a scripture from the Bible, uh, Ephesians 3.20, that says, To him who can do exceedingly, abundantly more than we dare ask, think, or imagine, according to his power that's at work within us. And, and basically what that's saying is that take any area of your life, whether it's your spiritual area of your life, your emotional or your inner self, your relational area of your life, your physical, your financial, or your prosperous area of your life, whatever, you, whatever area it is, And think about how big that can be. Think about what that would look like if you said, this is what I want it to look like. And as a Christian man, I just believe that, according to this verse, it says that that God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than all of that put together. And, And when you think about that, you think, wow. And so the book is about my journey through this process, in fact, <laughs> I'm going through part of that process right now as we speak, <laughs> and just about what, but, but, but what, 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 what happens and what God does in my life through that process, and, and uh, um, it's a vision that I have, and, and it's a beautiful message, because we live in a world right now where so many people are struggling, and they're, they're trying to figure things out, and, and they don't have the answers, and, and this, this promise is just a promise that I think if we all were to embrace and, and, and stand on, um, it would just really change our perspective and our mindset. I just love that. And uh, just so everyone knows, uh, Marcus and I are involved in a, uh, a, new, uh, a, new, uh, a new venture. Uh, there's eight of us that are involved in this new venture. And I th- uh, the working title, and I think it's going to stick, is the Higher Ground Summit. And what we're going to do, there's eight of us that are going to go into churches across America and uh, across the world, maybe, and just give our uh, testimonials, basically. We're each going to talk for about a half hour. And uh, just it's a, a four-hour, basically, inspirational journey through faith, love, and perseverance. And that's the tagline for it. So uh, there's eight of us that are doing it together. Um, Marcus and I are two of the eight, and uh, we're putting that together right now. So it's some really special things that are really, really happening because that's part of the give-back process. And uh, I just think that's so great that the E320 is such a – it's a great uh, verse, and a, it's a great uh, little platform that you got going there. Uh, a couple of things. We're going to uh, take a break in a, about a minute, but before we go to break, I want to give you a number. If you want to call in and talk to Marcus or myself uh, for the last 12, 13 minutes of the show, the call-in number is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, and we'll take calls if there are any calls, a lot of people are very nervous to call into radio shows and, and especially to get to talk to someone of Marcus Slayton's, you know, stature. You know, I understand how nerve wracking it can be. But if, <laughs> if, you, want, <laughs> if you want to talk, oh, gosh. I know, I know. If you want to talk to either one of us, please call 877-864-4869. And when we come back from the break, we'll, uh, if there are no phone calls, uh, we'll talk about uh, a couple of other things with Marcus about uh, you know uh, uh, speaking engagements that you've done. The first time he ever spoke basically mm. was on my stage. Now he's he's spoken presentation and real estate things and stuff like that, but in front of like a large audience, he spoke at my last boot 
camp, not this one, the one back in September 2011, and just killed it. Everyone in the audience just loved him. And I said to myself, I saw this two years ago, and I said, Marcus, you're going to be something special in the industry. So when we come back, hopefully you'll call 877-864-4869 if you have any questions for either of us. Otherwise, we're just going to talk for 15 more minutes about absolutely nothing. This is Craig Tuzzelt on Rock Talk, and we'll be back in two fun-filled minutes. How to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these. Whether you're four and a half or 100, you can retrain your brain. Learning RX, the radio show, is on toginet.com Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time with Martin Kruger. Learning RX programs are quick, they're efficient, they're life changing, and they're permanent. Unlike tutoring, cognitive skills training or brain training targets the root issue causing learning struggles. Time and money spent on chronic tutoring is a clear signal of cognitive skill deficiency. That's where Learning RX comes in. Call today, 903 617 6899. 903 617 6899. Then join us for the show here every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And take advantage of the power it holds to improve your life. There are so many brain training issues that Learning RX can help you with. It's not a product, it's an experience. So join us for Learning RX, the radio show with Martin Kruger. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my... No. It's my life, it's now or never, sung by Bon Jovi. I love that song every time I hear it. It's, uh, that used to be my uh, signature song for my boot camps, but now I have different songs all the time because I like variety. So we are here with Marcus Slayton, who in between breaks coughs up a storm, but somehow holds it together <laughs> during when he's speaking, which is really, really cool. All right, we have our first caller online, and I know I'm going to get uh, crap from this guy because he's going to say, where the hell have you been, Craig, uh, in the triathlon? We have Kira. Ron Wong, how are you, sir? Craig, where the hell have you been? I know, I know, I know. 
I've been uh, I've been putting on uh, boot camps. So I've been really busy talking. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, I uh, as just as Marcus am hacking up lungs as well. Hi, Karen. Oh, really? How are you, bro? Hey, Marcus. How you doing, buddy? Uh, well, I'm feeling better today. Like I said. So. <laughs> well, are you yeah. are you sick too, Kieran? Last two weeks, sinus infection. So I have not been in the pool and uh, wow. not been training. So I'm, Marcus and I are both nervous about our upcoming uh, event, Wildflower. Wow. Yeah, it's out there. My my three kids had it. Everyone's had it. It's nightmare, nightmare. So, yeah. uh, uh, Kieran, uh, how many uh, triathlons have you done? Not as many as Marcus. Uh, I started about maybe five years ago, and I do a handful every year. Very cool. Kieran is uh, a Kieran is a stud. Don't let him fool you, Craig. I know he is. Uh, believe me, I saw. It. I'm in the midst of greatness with you two. I feel like very inferior right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I know how to speak, but I don't know how to ride a bike yet. You know what the problem for me is? Is that damn swim? Because you're all so damn good at it, and then I get out there and I'm like, I feel like, I feel like I actually know how to swim, but I feel like I don't know how to swim when I'm with you guys because, like, Marcus finishes. Three laps, and I'm still on the first lap. And I look at him like, are you, like, running in the water? What the hell are you doing? I don't get it. I don't get the swim part. But anyway. Well, uh, Craig, let me tell you something that's relevant to this show is that uh, I'm fairly confident on the bike and, and, and on the run. And um, in the pool, I compete not to be beaten by orphans and little children. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. The best day of my life is when I when I don't come in last place. I, I for some reason my body just mechanically uh, just doesn't swim well and fast. And, and everyone kind of looks at me with this these sad looks of like, oh gosh, you're pretty good on the bike and the run, but what's going on with you in the pool? <laughs> and it's taken me a lot just to realize, um, you know, where my strengths lie, and that I can be happy for others who are just whipping by me and, and encourage them on, and and know and know that I'm not. Out to uh, you know, win medals and, and money and fame and fortune. This is it's all about supporting others and doing their best. You know what's yeah. amazing? You just brought up a great point. When I was training with this team, you know, I was the low man on the totem pole. I was brand new and I was like, you know, behind everybody because this team is like amazing. Like they're all like top triathletes. So I was behind in the uh, obviously when I just started and. The encouragement that you get every time I would pass somebody that's like passing me on their 42nd lap when I'm on my first lap, everyone that's passing me is like the encouragement is unbelievable. And like my boot camps, it's the same thing in business entrepreneurial boot camps or whatever I do. It's the same thing, encouraging people to want to and to be better. And you guys are amazing at that. And it does want to make you uh, finish. And, and I did things in those trainings in the beginning that I never thought I could even do. And I just, I just started cause you guys were totally encouraging me. So that's a big part of it. It's amazing. Well, cool, cool. I say this to everybody, Craig and, and Karen has heard me say this a million times, but the greatest part of our sport is the people. It truly is. Yep. It, is you meet so many great people in the sport of triathlon because everybody started at the beginning. No one just, became a great triathlete overnight. It takes time because you're working with three different disciplines and not everybody's going to be great at all three. And everybody has a strength and everybody has a weakness and those may be on different levels, but there's always people there encouraging you. People are upbeat, they're positive, and um, people just care about helping other people because they started at the same place. Yeah. Wouldn't you no, agree, Kieran? Oh, totally. Definitely, definitely. It's, it's a wonderful thing about triathlon and, uh, and how you can take that into, into the business world. Is that it's, it's about sharing and supporting yep. and uh, helping people along 
to reach their goals. Excellent. Uh, Kieran, do you have anything else to say? I'm going to take a, we have 42,000 phone calls right now. I bet you do. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> hack up a lung. With, go hack you, up with a lung. Guys. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Marcus, feel better, and thanks for the show. Wonderful, guys. Awesome. Thank thanks, Kieran. So thanks for Pretty, calling, bro. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, we have uh, Patricia on the line all the way from the beautiful country of Canada. Hello, Patricia. <laughs> Hi. Patricia. Hey, good afternoon. How is everybody? Everyone is great. Well, I can speak for me. I'm, I'm, I'm great for the next 10 minutes, and then I'm going back to bed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get it. I came home, and listen, I'm, I want to share that the experience of the boot camp um, was incredible, extremely inspirational, had an amazing time, and yes, I was probably one of those nerds that sat there writing madly, inspired <laughs> like a crazy fool. That's um, good. But Marcus, I'm, I was so fortunate to um, read your book on the plane coming back home, right. and um, there were a couple of things I, you know, thought were kind of interesting. And what I want to ask you is, you talk about um, making yourself transparent, and I love that. And maybe you could just um, maybe share what was your trigger for your accountability. What what was the inspiration and that really made you feel transparent? Um, because taking that all the way through business is what you're suggesting, and of course that is that's a, an incredible um, statement. But it's very powerful. Well, I'm glad you asked that question, Patricia. And, and, and rea- reality is this: is that that every, it's so easy to talk about our successes, and mm-hmm. and and what do people really learn from our successes? They learn some, but I'll tell you what: you learn more when you fall short and you fail. Because you have to get back up on your feet again. You have to pursue. You have to push through things. And so for me, you know, I've had a lot of, like, just take the sport of triathlon. There's been a lot of times that I've, I've fallen short of what I've wanted to do. And um, I share those with my, my team because the team needs to know that, that I'm just a person like them. You know, I'm, I'm not going to win every single race that I do. And I think when you, when you as a person are willing to share your successes, but you're also willing to share your failures, it makes those other people feel normal. It gives them hope to realize that, hey, this, this didn't happen overnight for somebody, that they had to go through the, the, the difficult times. They had to push through the troubled times. They had to, you know, fall down a couple times before they got back up and started running again. And I think when we, when we as, you know, we, like Craig's reached a certain plateau in his business, but I'm sure if he were to sit down and tell everyone, it didn't happen overnight. He had a lot of things that he had to learn as he went through the process, and he had to pick himself up and get back on his feet again. Um, I think there's a song about that. And uh, be able to, <laughs> be able to, uh, to, to move forward uh, again after, you know, uh, falling short. And, and when people hear that from somebody else that they look up to or that they see as a success, it gives them hope. It, it makes them feel normal again. So having yeah. that and it creates that accountability with that other person, I believe. Right. Um, one thing I want to just to share is that you're so vulnerable um, in the way that you write this book, which I think for anyone who gets their their hands on it, and I highly recommend that every single person who's listening and not listening, and if we all can continue to sort of Facebook, it's very vulnerable, and you make yourself transparent so that there is an inspiration to sort of walk away from that egoic tendency and just move forward. Is there one person that you would absolutely say was an extremely pivotal um, influence in your in your process? It, it, through this process of triathlon? Right. Uh, de- definitely would be Jack Nosco, who I speak right. about in the book. Jack, yeah. Jack was... Um, if it weren't for him, I'd never be I'd accomplished what I accomplished. He saw something inside of me that um, I didn't see, 
and I didn't know how to pull out of myself. And he was able to pull something out of me that, that I, I um, uh, didn't know I had. And, and I will tell you, being around somebody like that, and, and I try to model myself after Jack because he was such a great inspiration for me. He was such a great accountability partner. You know, he looked at life, and it was always good. The glass was always half full. And it didn't matter what I, – I, so I remember he, we, he and I used to do like 27-mile training runs. And I, I think he was crazy, but every run was just an adventure with him. And it didn't matter how much we heard or what hill we were climbing or how many blisters. There was always something fun. There was always good takeaways with it. Um, and he, he was the guy who, you know, don't think about how far you've gone or how far you have to go. Just stay within yourself and enjoy the moment. And I, that, that – that which I talk about in the book, and mostly everybody knows that verse by now who's read the book, um, that, that has been a staple of who I am as a person in everything that I do in my life, whether it's business, whether it's triathlon, whether it's relationship, it's, it's been that kind of a thing. And Jack is one who instilled that in me. So um, I take away from this, and, and I'll let another caller come on, um, that you every day and every event and every moment and every person is actually a new threshold, and, and I think that's what you're saying. Um, your book is extremely inspirational. I highly recommend all people should have this book in their hands, and I certainly will be ordering some more to give as gifts. And um, it was great to talk to both of you. Thank, Thank you, Patricia. Patricia. Take care. Talk to you soon. Patricia is a a new member of the Rockstar Mastermind and Mentoring Program with Marcus as well. Okay, we have a minute and a half, Marcus. I just wanted, there's so many phone calls. It's unbelievably, you're going to have to come on another time. We have Melody and Marilyn Keemer, the Keemer (laughs) twins. Really quick, ladies, how are you? Hi, fine. This is Melody. Marilyn is not on the line right now, but she's a spirit. Hi, Melody. (laughs) Hi, Marcus. We miss you guys. It was fabulous being at your your rock star boot camp. I'll tell you, Craig, it was so inspirational, and we really enjoyed meeting Patricia, too. Look forward to her being in the mastermind. But, Marcus, I am so thrilled that you are part of the program. I can't tell you what a difference you've made for us, and and Craig knows this, too. When we were at Marianne's, and that just made um, Marianne Amen's program, made a huge difference, and I'm so happy to hear about your Higher Ground Summit. I want to know more about that. Yeah, oh, that's I, gonna be. We're we're very very blessed. This this mm-hmm. thing that we're doing right Absolutely. now, and it's it's so freeing for me personally because it's different than everything else that I do, and it's just something where I could just go in and speak from the heart and and just like uh, enjoy it instead of have to go to work or whatever that is. Marcus, uh, last thoughts. Uh, Craig, just thank you for being you, man. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. This, this is this is what Craig does for you guys. He he is always out there giving back, giving you opportunity. And uh, Craig, uh, what an honor to be on your show, and I truly appreciate you. I'm um, not just as a, a mentor and a coach, but as a friend. You are truly a good friend. So thank and, you. And Marcus, the same back to you. You are a mentor and a coach to me in the triathlon triathlon world, and I I truly appreciate that. And more than that, your friendship. And Melody, we love you too. And sorry we don't have more time to talk to you. But literally you. 20 seconds. But we love you. Bye, love Melody. You. Bye, Marcus. <laughs> Bye. All right. So this is uh, Craig Doeswalt. We were with Marcus Slayton. We'll have to bring Marcus on because there were so many more phone calls on there on my light- lighted board that we're just going to have to let go. So we will bring Marcus on again. Marcus, thank you so much for doing the show today at the last minute. And remember, tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time for Rock Talk with Craig Doeswalt. We will see you all next week. <laughs>